Welcome back to the Branding Blog Podcast. I'm Dave Young, and this is podcast number one for 2012. Thank you for sticking with me uh, all this time. We we started uh, podcasting last June and uh, have gone pretty steady through the end of the year. And uh, now I, I guess technically I'm starting a new season. I don't know. I'm, you know, I just you kind of make that stuff up because that's what they do on TV. It's new seasons and new episodes, and uh, I'm excited about 2012. Got a little bit of a cold. I may sound a little nasally. Uh, please forgive me for that. I'm, I'm on all kinds of drugs, so maybe that'll help it be a fun podcast. But what's really going to help it be a fun podcast is I'm welcoming back Craig Arthur, uh, my partner from Australia, Wizard of Ads Australia, and haven't talked to Craig, uh, at least on a podcast, since uh, I believe July and so, Craig, welcome back. How are you doing, mate? Thanks, Dave. Good, good. It doesn't seem like July. That it time must have uh, flown. It doesn't, but uh, maybe, maybe I'm just not reading it right. Maybe, maybe we did a couple other things. But hmm. um, I'm just sitting here looking at uh, looking at the list of podcasts. I mean, there were there were I did 24 of these long form podcasts wow. last year, which I, I'm you know I'm pretty amazed. That's. Uh, it's not 24 hours worth of material, but it's, it's at least 12. You know, if you were going to listen to them uh, all at once. And I've had some great feedback, some of the guests and, and uh, uh, people getting to know, uh, especially getting to know some of the guests. I've uh, had emails from all over the place, one in particular from uh, a woman in London who's been listening wow. to the podcast. She emailed me that she's just walking around the streets of London with her iPod. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> listening to Dave Young. <laughs> listening to my voice, yeah, as she walks around London. I, I, what I picture is, uh, remember uh, National Lampoon's European Vacation, when they're lost, <laughs> and they're, they're in the uh, roundabout, <laughs> Big Ben, Parliament. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Big Ben, yes. Parliament, yeah. Well, mate, that that's good news, and it, it's you've inspired me, because uh, what we're going to talk about, well, a little a little bit today, is what I'll be doing this year internally with my business and a lot of it comes from the inspiration that you've been doing with these blogs the the short and the long ones um well, getting you. back into that routine so it, it has inspired me because yes they have been coming on a regular basis which is important um late last year um in australia we sarah sarah my partner and, and i we like there was seven new um we call them well their monthly clients or their their long term clients that we added. There was quite a few projects, but seven long term clients, which was that's which was, um, that's, that's yeah, huge. it was really quite good because it does, as you know, with our business, it takes a long time. It's 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 um, individual. It's it's not a cookie cutter type thing. So it takes a long time when you get a new client to go through an uncovery process and then start to make things happening. So seven is quite a bit um, as far as new clients go. But one of the things I was discussing with them on a constant basis too, was the need for consistency with everything they do. Sure. And yeah, so it really hit home with me telling all these new clients and coming from you um, that I needed to, sometimes our own backyard, we, we don't do it. So this year, 2012, is the year that um, I'll be going through a structure. 
Excellent. And a lot, of, <laughs> which you know, with you and I, structure is a is a sort of a bit of a dirty word. Oh, I flee I'm, from it. I fl- <laughs> and and you know, you, you talk about the the routine and and the creating content and. Um, anybody that's followed, I, I mean, I've been blogging since 2004, believe it or not, mm. which, which seems just bizarre to me that it's, that it's been going on that long, but you, you find that you, you get into it for a while and then you, then you coast and you get into it and you coast. And finally I decided that the podcast was to me the easiest and, and, and most fun way to actually create some content for that blog and, and to kind of keep it, uh, keep it alive. So and I've even started doing doing it a couple different ways. The one we're doing right now is what I, I like to call just my long-form blog. It's a branding blog, radio, or whatever you want to call it. But this, this is just where I just get on and riff with people. And then um, the, the shorter form is uh, there are, are shortcut blogging. And I call that brown, branding blog sound bites. And, you know, those are around 10 minutes long. And, and we try to hit a particular topic and, and teach a little bit about it. And so uh, my, my approach is on these long form ones, I like to get a guest and, and shine the spotlight on them. On the short form ones, uh, it's mostly been me, but I, well, we, we may expand that into, into you and maybe a few of, of my other partners. So uh, we can, we can kind of make those teaching moments as opposed to these long form kind of get to know you or, or ramble on about, you know, whatever comes to mind. Mm, no, and, and so the, the, the the process that we're using for those uh, is is the and I've talked about it. I've had a couple of, of long term programs on, but it's the shortcut blogging uh, method that uh, that Paul Boomer and I are developing, and I found it really enjoyable doing that. It's it's fun to be the guy being interviewed. Does that make sense? I mean, and, and of course, you're not podcasting, so. Uh, do you find it enjoyable coming on here? I mean, you've you've done three or four of them with me now. <clears throat> yeah, well, you, after a while, we start chatting, and you make it easy. Well, that, and that's the whole point. And and the I think the cool part about being the person being interviewed is that that uh, you know the pressure's kind of off, isn't it? Mm. Well, we just talk about stuff that is interesting to us. Well, and that, you dragged it out of us. Well, that, but but see, the the like the people that I interview, they're they're all experts in one way or another, and and so when you shine the spotlight on them and ask them to talk about something that they know a lot about and they're passionate about, mm. it just rolls off their tongues. It's it's easy for them. So, uh, I think that's what makes it kind of fun. So well, big big well, plans today, in Australia. Oh, yeah, sorry, um, sorry, just to uh, yeah talk over you there. It uh, yeah, big plans for this coming year, but I'll probably need a little bit of help with you during this um, because I plan on blogging like with that shortcut blogging that you and Paul Paul are doing um, like 52 blog posts or you know weekly blog posts with clients mm-hmm. um, I plan on doing that's one of my basically I'm going to talk about blogs newsletters books and training and some of the training that I'll be doing um, as well but the blog is the most important thing and you got me into blogging I can't remember the exact year but it would have been 2004 uh, probably yeah you were the one who um, <laughs> told me how to set up a blog and I did that then you then you told the world or your world which was f- substantial um, that uh, yeah I was blogging and people need to follow me and at that point I hadn't blogged anything and so yeah you put the pressure on me and so that started seven years ago obviously um, but over time, I guess, we get out of that routine. And when you look at, as I said, telling, telling business owners, everything you do needs to be consistent. 
and it needs to be, are you going to be able to deliver this constantly? Um, as you know, with, with Wizard of Ads, our, um, our founding partner, Roy Williams, religiously, the Monday morning memo goes out at one past midnight American time. It sort of gets here at about mm-hmm. five o'clock in the afternoon Australian time. But as he, he told me once, his whole business has been built on that memo that goes out every every Monday morning. Now, it doesn't matter in what's happening in his world or whether it's, you know, holidays or whatever, that goes out. And it, he said it's just a consistent thing that nothing else matters anymore. The Monday morning memo is the most important thing. And it does. It's just consistently there. Um, you know, it's been 12 or 13 years since I've known Roy and it's just every morning, every mm-hmm. Monday, it, it pops in. So Roy tells everyone you have to commit to something and if you're going to do it, you need to do it repetitiously, religiously. Everything we talk about with um, growing a business with advertising, you need to do the same, be it blogs, newsletters. So blog post this year, I, I tend to um, uh, gather on the Wizard Chronicle, I tend to gather a lot of the Roy stuff and other partners onto there, but I've also got um, a couple of other blogs that link to it, which is my two partners in Australia, Sonia and Sarah, mm-hmm. but I'll be I'll be coming back on again because this last year I've spent a lot of time sort of helping in the background others, so, so I'm back on again. But if you can just, might be able to help me here and help everyone else, writing 52 articles a year or one once a week, you have a process and you've actually got a online where people can go. Well, it's, to- it's, it's the, one of the, one of the tools that we use for shortcut blogging and, and, you know, it, it, I'll just, just give a little quick capsule of what shortcut blogging is. Uh, it, it's for our, our, our slogan is easy blogging for busy people. And so there, there's a whole lot of people that have a lot to share that just don't have the time or the, I don't want to call it the commitment, but but the time and the energy to sit down and type it out, right? It's just staring at that empty screen can can be kind of difficult. So one of the things that makes it easier to do that is to outline it at the beginning of the year or, or whenever you start, you know, to, to make an outline that's going to last you with enough topics to, to handle at least a year's worth of posts if you're going to blog every week. And we've been teaching that to uh, classes. Uh, Paul and I teach it in the in the uh, blogging classes that we teach. Uh, our partner Mike Drew has taught it uh, to I don't know several thousand people in the book publishing uh, workshops that he's been doing uh, the last few years. And it's it's really just a a tightly timed exercise that takes someone who knows their subject matter. So if, you know, if you don't have any idea what you're talking about, it's not going to work. But if you're, if you're an expert on whatever it is that you do for a living and you feel like you've got enough information inside of you to, that you could share that with other people, uh, what this process does is it allows you to just sit down and pound it out in an outline form. And we, we can actually generate an entire year's worth of topics for you in 37 minutes. Wow, and what we do is we we trick the left hemisphere of your brain into kind of stepping out of the way because it's the left hemisphere of the brain that has all the logic and and especially the judgment. So it's it's your left hemisphere that keeps you from just blurting things out. You know, no matter what you feel, uh, if, if you can if you can 
get some emotions going, uh, you can get your left hemisphere to step out of the way and allow things to just kind of pour out of you. It's what happens at sporting events when people get, you know, just emotionally charged to the point that they'll scream things at, at an umpire or a referee that they, you know, that they would never dare say in their own home. They wouldn't, with <laughs> 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 things they wouldn't say in mixed company. But, but what happens is that, you know, the emotions kind of tie the left hemisphere of the brain behind your back, uh, tie your hand, tie the, yeah. D- does the left half of your brain have hands, Craig? <laughs> Sometimes. Anyway, it, 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 it it restrains your judgment, I guess. So you'll, you're, you'll be free to write things down that may need a little refinement later on, but you're, you're not going to, to lay judgment on them and say, well, I don't really, I, I probably shouldn't write that down. You know, and that's what ends up happening. If you just sit down to outline a bunch of stuff or outline a book or a year's worth of material, uh, what you end up doing is, is just, sweating the details of every little thing you write down. And, and we have a trick in that 37 minute exercise that, uh, forces you to just not care what you're writing down because we just barely give you enough time to, to finish <laughs> yep. each part of the exercise. So, uh, it, it just, it, it's a little trick that you play on your own brain, but it works. It works. I've done, I've gone through it myself several times and, uh, it, it works every time. Even if you know the trick, it works. So, uh, we've, we've actually made that available we don't just use it for our shortcut blogging customers. It's, it's an exercise that is guided by uh, a 37 minute video. The, the video itself runs the entire length of the exercise. And so all the timing and, you know, we don't say, okay, start writing and now, uh, watch for three minutes to go by. No, we, we take care of that in the, in the video itself. All the timings are included. So you hit the start button once and you start just following the instructions as, uh, and it's my voice on there. And, and as, as the instructions are given to you, you write them down on the six sheets of paper that we provide you. Actually, we don't provide you the paper. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, there's a downloadable PDF that you just, you just print out the pages and it is yep. a, it is a long hand exercise. It, it, you, we want you to write with your hand and, uh, that's that's basically it. You print out the pages and you set aside, you know, at least at least thirty seven minutes. Probably forty five minutes to an hour is probably um, really what you ought to do because after you're done, you may want to go through and and clean things up a little bit. But um, that's really it. It's and it's at uh, shortcutblogging dot com slash outline. Real simple um, address: shortcutblogging.com dot com slash outline. And anybody can go there and just print out the pages and, and uh, start the video and, and come up with their own outline, whether it's for a year's worth of uh, podcasts, uh, a year's worth of blog posts, or the outline for your next bestseller. Wow. Well, as I said, you've inspired me to do that. And I've, I've got a lot of stuff running around my head and I've been on holidays for the last two weeks. So this weekend is when I'll be going through that and coming up with that outline of um, one blog posts and Maybe those blog posts, I've also got a book that I'll um, be looking at too, so I'll probably be doing two separate ones. Um, hey, a phone call. Uh, <laughs> do, you, do you get, need, uh, are, are, are telemarketers allowed to operate in, in Australia, Craig? Uh, yes. This, well, is one, this is one that I can't, keep, I can't get them to stop calling. I recognize the caller ID. 
And, what are they uh, trying to sell you? I, it's, it, I don't know. It's some kind of marketing thing. <laughs> Those marketers. Getting back to the, the blog and the, the, the 52 articles or an article a week, it's um, one, it's something I've told clients that they need. To, and I've mentioned um, shortcut, shortcut blogging to every client I have because it is time, time poor is the big thing for most clients to get even just the basic outline down. Um, but to go through that process you have, it just makes it so much easier for them. It takes the pressure off them that they can just have have someone ask them the questions, the normal questions that they normally have when they talk to clients mm-hmm. or their own customers. Um, so, yeah, I so one, that was an inspiration from you to get back into the blog, which which I need to do because I've got a lot of info and a lot of things that I need to be talking about. History is one of the things I love and strategy. So strategy and history and how it relates to small business because, um, as you said at the start, everything is – we we concentrate on small business. There's a lot of stuff out there about big business, but small business, as we know, is a completely different animal. Um, you apply the rules, the same rules, and you'll, um, which most people try to do in small business, and they fail miserably. Absolutely, yeah. um, it just doesn't work. So, yeah. So that the blog is will be again like the Monday morning memo, and like what you're doing, um, the centre focus of that. Now, to get this out, I have, like, you know, it's on Wizard of Ads Australia. Um, my where the blog is actually you know that's where the blog is the wizard chronicle but i also have the newsletter i then send out the newsletter the same posts that were on there so there's an rss feed i think too but um i send it out to to um subscribers but now i've just found the other day i use um a thing called roost.com have you heard of roost i have not no roost i my email newsletter, I use Vertical Response, and they Vertical Response have just bought out Roost. And with Roost, you can post um, articles and things to you know Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, that type of thing, anything you want to, all from the one site, and it just automatically goes out. So um, I have used something in the past. I can't even remember what it was. You know, we all download stuff that automate <laughs> things, and then you forget. Uh, Twelve months later, you haven't got a clue what it was or why it's working or how, how it got there. Um, but I'm now using roost.com to send out quotes um, and posts to my Twitter and Facebook. So any article that I write on the blog will also go on to Roost, which then feeds um, Wizard of Ads Australia Facebook page and Wizard Partner Twitter account. So I, I guess one of the things with Twitter and Facebook, I just use that as another way for people to access content mm-hmm. that that we do on the on our website. Um, I don't have a lot of conversation on those. It's mainly for people if they want just another delivery vehicle of our message, basically. Um, you know, as so we always talk about small business owners, delivery vehicle, it's the message is the most important thing. The delivery vehicle is secondary. So whether they go to my blog, go to Facebook, go to Twitter, or get the, get the, um, the newsletter, they're going to get that content. So that's how I distribute. What what do you do with you've got an RSS feed? <laughs> Sound, Roost sounds good to me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I I send it out to to my email list. Uh, they, they get a uh, email every time I I post something new. It goes out on Twitter, yep. um, Facebook, uh, the, the same basic things. Mm. And I, I, you know, I I don't have I don't have a huge audience, but I, I they're they're kind of a, a tight. 
uh, I, I love everybody that that's, that's on there. And, uh, you know, I, I don't do a lot of hard pitch, as you know, um, it's, it's more of an attraction kind of a thing to me. If, if people like what we're saying and, and think, uh, we sound like, uh, good guys to work with and they'll contact me and, and that, that happens. Mm. Um, yeah. so, uh, yeah, I, I, I need to do a little work on, on spreading these out a little bit further and, and actually the shortcut blogging, uh, startup has forced us to, uh, kind of learn some things about distribution, about, uh, syndication especially of of audio so uh, we'll be doing more of that this year as as the the more we learn the more we'll spread it out yeah so um getting onto that newsletter too you were mentioning me before we started uh, this conversation we were just having a little chat and you said you try and get this out every the long format blog every what friday every friday yeah yeah, I think that's another thing too. Getting back to Roy and the Monday Morning Memo, it religiously goes out, as he said, is everything stops for the Monday Morning Memo at midnight, Sunday night, or one past, <laughs> you know, one mm-hmm. past midnight in the on Monday morning. Um, it's another thing too when to send things out. I've experimented in the past, and you know, you have a look at what days. Um, have you looked at different days? Does it make any difference when you've sent things out for open I, I haven't. Or? What uh, I haven't, and, and honestly, I don't pay that much attention to open rates. I don't pay that much attention to even uh, downloads and, and listens. Um, mm. and, and I should, but that's, uh, that's not really why I do this. Yeah. Um, I, I know it's important to create content, um, but in a lot of ways, Craig, I do this for me. Yeah. Um, th- this podcast in particular, the long form one, I interview people that I'm really interested in and uh, that I want to talk to. And, uh, it's, it's always fun. Every conversation I've had with, with every one of my guests has been very interesting to me. And so I, I just figure if it's, if it's interesting to me and it's interesting to you, then maybe we have something in common. Yep. And I exactly the same because the reason I, I, um, collate a lot of the other partner stuff is because to me it 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 really gives me a chance to sit down read our own stuff because um we are first and foremost sort of researchers and and teachers and um educators so Mm -hmm. for us to come up with new material we need to be writing for ourselves and as we said if we send it out there it's yeah i don't really care about um open rates or clicks or whatever either it really comes down to yes it is a way for us to enforce you know again coming back to enforce is not a good word but to make us to make us keep keep going and keep pushing our own boundaries and keep researching ourselves rather than be parroting the same thing 10 years later we need to because things are constantly changing so it is a good chance for us to be learning and writing what we learn Mm -hmm. um so it's an ongoing process for us too so yeah i probably do it more for myself as well um but I, it's, again, like you said, stuff I find interesting. I'm sure there's a lot of other people out there with similar taste. So, Yeah, and, and I think, you know, that's, that's one of the things that we tell clients all the time is be yourself. Mm. You know, uh, don't worry about attracting people that don't like people like you. That mm. Don't change yourself to, to be that. If if that makes sense, uh, that's not probably a very good way of saying it. But no, it's true because there's there's so many people. Well, like you and I, as you both know, what you see is what you get. There's mm-hmm. no there's no artificial persona that pops up like you see a lot of um, 
you know, TV celebrities, I don't know what they're like off, off camera, but, you know, they, they come up with this, or a lot of people at work even, when you do, when you have a look at um, personas and personality types at work, people tend to change. Mm-hmm. But the one thing I like about, um, like yourself and, you know, the people I deal with in the Wizard Partner Group, know where what you see is that same person all the time. What you read about, there's no there's no persona that just pops up for, you know, stage and then walks off. Yeah, there, so, there's a consistency. Yeah, there has to be. And as you said, that's what needs to be a consistency too in a business. Any business needs to have that consistency because if they see if they see you out of that, it's sort of there's a disconnect. So everything you do needs to be have, again, that consistency. So consistency is a word that keeps coming up all the time in everything. But the newsletters, yeah, I've looked at um, with my Blog subscribers I'll be sending out probably every Thursday a.m. is something they'll be a.m. Mm-hmm. in Australia, so I'm not sure what time that is in the States or, or London um, <laughs> or Canada. But, uh, yeah, the, probably the bulk of my subscribers come from North America, um, Asia and Europe and then okay. Australia. So, But then I'm also sending out weekly – I'm going to be sending initially out weekly um, newsletter to just clients because what I've discovered – Traditionally, most of the clients that come on board with us are people who have read our stuff, like we've talked about, read our blogs, come along to one of our courses, and they go, wow, yeah, we get it. This is, you know, let's let's start working together. Once you start having successes with clients, then word of mouth kicks in and referrals come on board, and you get people who have never actually read any of our stuff, never been to a course, but their business you know, associate friend says, wow, you should deal with these people. And so they come on board and all of a sudden it's there. They're not going through that same, I call it re-education because, you know, everyone has biases and um, the way they do things, unfortunately, and they need to get it out of their head because, as you know, we do things quite differently to the, to the average advertising marketing company. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the clients that have come on board with us, through word of mouth and because of the successes of other clients haven't really gone through a process. So I'm actually starting to send out information to these people. Plus, you know, things that I find interesting um, that I don't probably want to share with the world, but just with my clients. So there's going to be a separate one purely for clients that stuff that I find that's going to be really, you know, interest to them on a regular basis. So they are the two newsletters that I'll be doing. And then if we look at books, um, you know, our whole firm is built on the basis of education and books and turning blogs into books. There's two books that I've been um, looking at doing. One is I love quotes. So I'm going through at mm. the moment. You'll see quite a few quotes starting to pop up on um, the Wizard Chronicle there. I'm just going through and finding all these golden nuggets in, um, you know, all the partners, what we've written over the last 10 or 12 years. And there's just some great stuff. Um, my only thing is, do I do it to the 140 character so that it's like a Twitter? The whole book is only the, the length of a Twitter because I think to get down to that, that concentration makes it, you know, you have to be really, um, um, what's the word, Dave? You, uh, well, I, what, what immediately comes to mind, I mean, if you're talking about a, a book of quotes that are all Twitter-sized. Yeah. There's Twitter Twitter. Sized, <laughs> Twitter sized. That's it. Twitter sized. Not, not Thank like you for exercise, but Twitter sized. No, Twitter sized. Yeah, more into Twitter sizing than exercising. What's, what's really cool about that is then they're Twitterable. That's it. Um, so it's a matter of finding what's 
what's relevant that can stand alone in 140 characters, and I'm I'm finding a lot of good stuff. That um, so I'd, my only my only thing at this stage is, do I keep it to the 140 characters or do I extend you know extend out? But a book of wizard quotes where we've got so many of them that relate to you know it's just. It's just going through. There's just some awesome stuff once you go, start reading everyone's blogs. Um, the other book that I'm looking at is, um, I mentioned it to Sarah, my partner in, in Australia, that that I want to do and get her involved with is um, one of one of the Wizard of Ads um, most known topics, I guess, is the 12 most common mistakes in advertising. Mm-hmm. Then there was a series, um, <clears throat> excuse me, the most common mistakes in you know, marketing to women and PR. I really want to put a, this book together of the 101 or whatever it tends to be, most common mistakes in small business marketing. Um, because the people, you can learn from, I think learning from the mistakes is probably easier than saying this is what you need to do. Um, sure. But again, I'll need to go through that process with you with, you know, how to, uh, the shortcut blogging process of coming up with the structure of the structure of the book but there's just so many of these mistakes that people make and i think why keep doing it why keep going through this like one of the biggest mistakes i see all the time is business owners sit there and the only way they buy media and advertising is when there's a knock on the door a rep walks in and says hey look what i've got this month dumps a proposal on the desk and the you know, five minutes before you didn't have a problem. Now you just sit there and think, gee, what will I do with this? Is it any good? What will I say? And then you start to analyze it. Now, then there's a deadline and there's all this pressure on you purely from the fact that you're, you're buying, buying advertising on a knock on the door. Yeah, It's yeah. one of the biggest mistakes. You just shouldn't be, you should have it all planned out just like your blog post, just like everything for the whole year, not, not according to what comes in the door. So, it's so there's true. just so many it, things. You know, I, I, I tell clients all the time that, that uh, because what happens is, you know, there, there's always a, a media salesperson that's persistent enough to uh, fool the advertiser into thinking that they're their friend mm. and kind of weasel their way in. And the next thing you know, your, your client is buying stuff not for sound reasons. Yeah. You know, and it's off strategy, and it's it's uh, it's a stretch on their budget. And so I always tell them, you know, give them my name and contact information. I'll be the guy that says no. Mm. And I can say, I can, Craig, I can say no to a media person in a way that just makes them feel warm and fuzzy. That's right, and it takes <laughs> the pressure and the guilt away from the client. That's right. They never they never have to hear from it, and. Uh, and you know they can always say, "Oh well, yeah, sure. You know, if you want to take me to lunch, take me to lunch. I don't make decisions on this stuff." But mm. <laughs> and what you find out is that they're really not your friend because they don't they don't really want to have lunch with you. <laughs> if yeah, I gonna... found I had a I had a big client in Melbourne, and we were spending you know six seven hundred thousand dollars a year, and I really popular with the reps. And um, when that client sold the business, and we we parted ways because the um, you know I was. I wasn't no longer working for the the new guy who took over. Those reps don't contact me anymore. They're not it's your like, friends, Gee, huh? I thought I was really popular. I'll Obviously, that six or seven hundred thousand a year was sort of the more popular <laughs> of the two. Um, but yeah, so going back funny? to <laughs> yeah, um, money makes you popular, Dave. Absolutely. If you learn nothing else from this podcast today, money makes you popular. No, that is one of the biggest mistakes, and it's just constantly I see it all the time. And um, as you said, I've been to so many 
presentations and you sit there and if you just sit there and not know the subject, it all makes perfect sense. It all seems logical and it's like, yeah, wow, okay, let's sign up at the end of this. <laughs> but if you actually know anything about the subject, it's like there are holes everywhere through this. They've just led you down a path that's this slippery slope into a can't leave before you sign the dotted line and everything they present there's no feedback there's no comeback you can't ask questions it's like no this is it and the facts are just well most of them aren't facts they just make stuff up basically Mm -hmm. so um yeah that's one of the big mistakes and that costs business owners so much money and there's so many of these these things that if um they add up and why keep making mistakes when you know as i said we've we study these things so yeah the most common mistakes in small businesses are a book that I'm putting together. So I'll keep you informed on that now that I've put it out there. That sounds great. Um, um, you, you, you also mentioned, uh, Craig, that uh, uh, you're, you're going to be doing some, from, some free seminars. Yeah, free seminars too because for two years I did um, monthly or week monthly seminars and I'm getting back into that um, the free monthly public seminar um, it it won't be a full day. It'll just probably be you know, two or three hours. Mm-hmm. So that'll be just a, a a grounding for people to come along. And like all of our stuff, there's no sell involved. Um, people are always shocked when they, you don't have to buy anything. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, there's no sell. It's just free information to help people along the way. Um, and from that, if they think, wow, this is interesting, yeah, we can go from there and there's more things they can learn or that, you know, we can do a short day consult or something. But yeah, the free public seminar is something I'll be doing once a month and then I'll be doing other courses as well. And, and probably, you know, not in this first six months, but looking at getting partners back from the States like yourself, um, Mm -hmm. speaking like you have in the past, because um, it's always good. We've got such a quality group of people and such a variety of topics that they specialize in. And so it's great to get peer partners from overseas speaking. Um, so that's another another thing I'll be doing. And the other thing with wizard training, we just have so much of our own internal training and our own stuff that we need to do. I'm sort of really designating at least 10 hours a week just, to, just for that. Um, so... That's where I think most small business people have no time for training, whatever. Sure. They? And, they, and if there's if there's a way you can make it easier for them, then yeah, our job is to put in the effort and the time and the energy, and then give them the the concentrated nuggets that that you know at the end. Um, they don't have to do all this stuff. We do it, and there's not only me. There's you. There's you know. 50-odd people out there concentrate, you know, doing mm-hmm. this stuff. So why should a business owner have to study this when, you know, their job is to concentrate on the look well, after their own customers? Their business. Absolutely. Yeah, grow their business. And my, the, perfect custom, the perfect clients I've always had are the ones who they say, look, I'm really good at this. You're really good at what you do. Let's stick to what we're good at. It's a bit like that, um, I don't know, the book about the bus. You know, people have to sit in the right seats on the bus. Mm-hmm. Um, every time I've found that where a client goes, look, I just want to grow. I want to concentrate on my clients. You do. You tell me what to do on this. And they don't really question it because they know that um, this is what we do best. And that works extremely well. So um one of the getting back to most common mistakes another topic there is the advice of well-meaning friends family <laughs> other business owners oh taxi drivers yeah. you know gardeners um anyone who's got a i think it's politics religion and marketing 
tend to be the subjects everyone's got an opinion on. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, so basically this year is a lot of, lot of research, a lot of writing, a lot of training. Um, but it's, yeah, I'm more enthused. It's, it's my second decade now that I'm entering as a wizard partner. I'm probably more enthused than ever. Um, so looking forward to it. And again, it comes back to Dave. The inspiration between, behind a lot of it was you and this shortcut blogging and getting back into this weekly routine and the consistency of giving people, um, you know, on a, on a regular basis, just like clockwork, that they know this is going to come. Um, so, yeah, thanks Thanks very much. Even though you probably didn't realise it, what you're doing has inspired me, as I know it's probably inspired a lot of other people. So, well, just thanks, hearing mate. that, just hearing that, Craig, makes it worthwhile. I mean, it just makes it worth doing. I, and that's that's why I do these. That that's why I do the podcast. Um, if if one of my guests can help somebody get past something that they're dealing with, hmm. you know, from from a small business point of view, uh, that that's what I like to do. Anything that can help a small business owner. Because uh, there, it's like you said, there's a huge chasm between big businesses and small businesses. In, in a big business, uh, you need some help in an area. You go out and hire an expert. You you go out and you you find some graduate or you steal somebody from some other big corporation, and you put them in charge of that. Right, and and small business yep. owners just don't have that kind of resource. They they mm. you know they're lucky if they can. Uh, just keep the staff they have, whether, you know, if it's retail or service or anything like that. And so some of these, some of these other topics that they just don't have the time and energy to, to really become an expert in, uh, we, we can help with that. And so I, I tend to look for uh, podcast guests that, uh, not necessarily marketers, but just people that can bring uh, some perspectives, something that can help a small business owner. Um, and, and if I get a f- some feedback from a small business owner that, that tells me, oh, gosh, that was really helpful, uh, makes it worthwhile, makes it worth doing. Yep. Well, you are, Dave. So, yeah, again, thanks, mate. Mm-hmm. So what, what, else, is, what else is going on? You've, you've got uh, Sarah and you've got Sonia and... And Angela. And Angela. And, of yes. course, uh, Bridget. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Bridget. Well, yeah, um, Bridget being six, she's still um, in training to be a consultant. She's an apprentice. So, apprentice. Yes, she's um, she's in charge of negotiation, and she's very good at it. I, but uh, no, there's as Roy says, Charlie's Angels. I've got um, myself, Angela. As you know, my wife. She's the CEO of Wizard of Ads Australia. Um, I'm the managing partner. Then we've got Sarah and Sonia. Um, mm-hmm. And yes, and Bridget in training. Now, so when, it's grade, grade one for her this year. So she just finished prep last year. So it's her first year on the long path to um, becoming a consultant. You know, I, I, I was able to interview Sarah back in August. Yep. And uh, I, I think the, that one was called the future. I've seen the future of advertising and her name is Sarah yeah. Ripley. That's and it. Yes. Uh, I tried to reach out to Sonia. If you'll pass the message on to her that I, I yep. still want to interview her. Yeah, well, Sonia's um, She's been very busy. She's doing a um, psychology degree, like she's already got a degree in um, journalism, and now she's doing uh, psychology. So I think she's taken a little bit of time off to go full time. I see. For, like okay. she's she still works with Wizard of Ads and still does um, work with me, but she's um, yeah really concentrating on getting her psychology degree. So, oh, good for her. Which is a big part of what we do. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, but no, I'm looking. I'm looking I'm, forward. I'm anxious to 
find out what she's up to. If she tell her to yeah. shoot me an email yep. if she's when, when she's ready. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, no, I'm looking forward to what's coming up. the The next big thing is um, I head to the states early Feb for the uh, partner meeting. Right. So, um, which will be good. And Sarah's coming over for the first. This is the first visit over there. So, no, it should be good. You'll be there, and I, I think it's going to be a good turnout too. What yeah, I've the feedback of. Yeah, I've been hearing there's a lot of partners coming, so I might have to borrow one of your coats though, Dave. Just sitting here, I think Ernest Hemingway, I was reading about Ernest Hemingway, and one <laughs> of his advice to riders was always include the weather. Um, and when you come from the north, north Queensland where I am, you always talk about the weather and it's, well, it's it's not hot yet, but it's it feels like it's 90 degrees outside, <laughs> 90 degrees Fahrenheit, um, and it's very humid and sticky. Now I'm coming from that to the freezing Texas winter, which oh, yeah. you just laugh I, at, which yeah. you laugh at because you said it's not cold at all. Well, it can but be. I've, I've been in Austin in February when there was an inch of ice on everything. Yeah. Ice, like like yes. like. Imagine a coating of glass on everything outdoors. I've I've yeah, seen well, that cold. in Austin. Mm. Um, it's not just cold; it's crippling. It's it, not from a cold standpoint, but you can't drive on it. You can't walk on it. You, <laughs> you know, it's awful. We, it doesn't get that way where I live. It gets cold, but we don't get we don't get the kind of freezing rain that sometimes happens down there. But I, I don't know what the forecast is for early February. It, it's kind of hit or miss. You know, it, it can be yeah. nice well, in, in the fifties and sixties, or yeah, I'm getting closer to the time. Um, I might have to get you to. Uh, Take some photos and and send me some photos of the the, the different uh, coats you have. Then I'll I'll make a choice because I think I'll have to borrow one because <laughs> I don't really have that much of a need in the tropics. I'll have I'll I'll tell you what I'll have all my warm gear packed because <laughs> uh, I'm actually uh, before I even come home I'm I'm heading to Austin coming off a trip to Vermont. Yeah. So it's up in the up in the northeast where they me- they measure snow in feet up there. Uh, it's like it, what we, we that's we measure rain in the tropics in feet too. Yeah, see, so where, where I'm at, we <laughs> we measure snow in inches, but uh, there, you know. Oh. So I'll, we'll see. I, we're going to spend a couple days up there. Yeah. Uh, so now I'm looking forward to um, heading over, and that's the that's the. As I said, I'm more enthusiastic than ever, which is good after ten years to be still really enthusiastic. Mm-hmm. So, um, catching up with all you guys and uh, having a few. Having a few wines at the and, in the down uh, under bar. The down under bar would be good. That means I have to serve. <laughs> nah, so. we'll, we'll take care of that. <laughs> so, uh, well, Craig, uh, people can go to wizardofads.com.au. Yes, and uh, that's the main place, right? There's no. That's the main place, and on the um, just the make sure you add in, in, for for my American listeners. If if you've never been to a, a good Aussie website. For some reason, they add that dot au at the end. Not all of them, but the the ones that you know that want to want to wave the flag. I guess that's well. The only way you can have a dot au is if you're an Australian business, right? So, and it sort of says that dot com is sort of international, but dot com au just says you're an Aussie and you're based in Australia, right? You can't have a dot au. Right, and and so anyway, it's if if you just go to wizardofads.com, you're going to find Roy Williams. If you go to wizardofads.com.au, you'll find Craig Arthur. Yes, and there's blogs there, and the Wizard Chronicle is the, the sort of the the flagship blog that'll be even having a lot more posts on it. 
And just on those snippets, um, I one here, Roy, in this week's uh, Monday Morning Memo, actually had this, the um, American Dream is Alive and Well in 2012. is going to be a very good year for you. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Well, being in Australia, I um, deleted American, not that I love America, but the small business dream is alive and well in 2012. So, and it's going to be a good year for everyone. I believe that. I believe that. Yes. I, I've talked to so many people that were just so glad to have 2011 behind them. Yeah. So, well, it, um, cheers. Here's here's to uh, here's to a great year. Yes, Dave, and uh, look forward to catching up. And thanks for everyone for listening. And thanks again for really helping me out. Well, without you even knowing it. <laughs> I look forward to to continuing uh, to for for us to continue to help each other out for for many more years, Craig. Thanks, it's, man. It's always a pleasure. Uh, our guest on Branding Blog Radio this week has been Craig Arthur from Wizard of Ads Australia. If you didn't catch that from the accent. Uh, thank you for listening, and uh, be sure to uh, ask any questions, leave any comments here on, on the blog, or if you would like to uh, leave a review in iTunes, uh, I'd love to see that, uh, or just come join me on Facebook as well. Look forward to seeing you there. I'm Dave Young, and that's going to wrap up uh, Episode 1 for 2012 here on Branding Blog Radio.